Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem mm. with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. I'm not, I'm not convinced that being an entrepreneur is for everyone, but I am convinced that everyone could be an entrepreneur if they have the desire. Um, the first thing I'd probably say is if there's ever a time when you can really consider, contemplate and question what you're doing with your life and your business and if it's right for you and who you are, surely the best time to be able to do that is right now. Because essentially the world's been put on pause and you know, you're, you're to a certain degree relatively comfortable through this time. So uh, it's probably difficult to understand if this is a constant thing with you you know, am I meant to be an entrepreneur or it might have been dictated more because of the situation, because you might have gone more insular. You might have got more contemplative. Is that a word? Um, you may question more because, you know, we're in lockdown. Um, I think some things to think about are what areas of business excite you. Because, you know, there are some people who it's the strategy, the sales, the marketing and the vision, those kind of things excite them. And, you know, they're, they're entrepreneurial ventures. But for some people, uh, like John, Jonathan Ive, the head designer at Apple, he, doesn't, he didn't want to do what Steve Jobs did. He doesn't want to be the visionary. He just wants to be a brilliant designer. And, and I reckon someone like him, and there'll be lots of others like him, have figured out, actually, I know what I like to do and what I'm good at. And that's my place. And I think it's OK to consider those things. Um, but I think it's also good to be brutally honest with yourself and look deeper and go, OK, why am I not putting myself out there more? Are there some fears of rejection? Are there some fears of being judged? Because they won't go away. Um, and so if there's anything that's almost stopping you from pushing beyond the threshold to, to really go for it, I think sometimes people get confused and they might go, oh, well, I'm not meant to be. But actually what they've done is They've allowed a couple of inner fears to stop them. But those inner fears aren't related to being an entrepreneur or not. Because let's use rejection as an example. Um, I have a strong um, fear of rejection would be the wrong word. But let's just call it, you know, like I don't like being rejected and there's emotion there. But that's nothing to do with me wanting to be an entrepreneur or not. That's a siloed, separate thing all about rejection. And that doesn't go away when you have a job because then you just get it from your boss. 
Um, that doesn't. So what I realised is there were these things about me, which on the outside made me made me think, have I got what it takes? But they were nothing to do with being an entrepreneur. They were to do with being a human being, and they don't go away when you do something that seems to be more comfortable. Um, so I reckon the one main difference, right? And, and people don't often talk about this, but the one main difference between being an entrepreneur and, you know, essentially employed, let's say, it's accountability. Because when you're employed, the accountability really is on your boss. Someone is managing you. When you're an entrepreneur, the accountability is on yourself because no one is managing you. But everything else, selling, marketing, you know, you have to write reports, you have to do selling when you're employed, but you just, you, you're kind of forced to do it because otherwise your boss is going to get on your back. So I guess I learned to create my own accountability to be my own boss and get on my own back if I didn't do shit like a boss would. Hi, it's Rob here, interrupting you with something you may not know about me. I was one of the few people on the planet hand-selected by Facebook to pilot their new supporter program. It's a very small premium model where you can get exclusive content and advance notice or discount of new products and services. So this is what I've done for you. Not only can you get best discounts for any training that we might run, not only do you get notified first of any launches we do, we also do supporter meetups, supporter dinners, supporter WhatsApp groups where you have a, a deeper community. I do supporter only ask me anything. I do supporter only content and podcasts. We have a community of 2,500 supporters and I'd love to give you the chance to be one of those. I believe this is the best supporter program in the whole world. Find me a better one, but I don't think you will. So the link is bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. That's bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. I believe the gap between free content and paid content is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There's a lot of free content out there that's maybe not that good. And for just a few dollars a month, you can get the best content on business, on entrepreneurship, on starting up, on scaling up, on sales, on marketing, on the mindset of being an entrepreneur. So go to bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R right now. Do I believe you've got what it takes to be an entrepreneur? Do I believe you've got the entrepreneurial spirit and flair? Yes, I do. And I wouldn't say that if I didn't believe that. I'd be honest about that. Um, I just think a, a, a more now that you've got time, a bit more of a search of. I would probably get a piece of paper out and put a line down the middle and go perceived strengths, perceived weaknesses. Um, and then I'd probably just work out, OK, could I be an entrepreneur with the strengths and weaknesses? I think the answer is yes. Um, and if there are, you know, if sales and marketing and vision and strategy are a weakness, um, but you still have a desire to be an entrepreneur, then you've just got to do some work on improving those areas. I hated selling before I got into business. I had no idea about marketing before I got into business. And I hated conflict before I got into business. But I learned, and by the way, I still have emotion around those. I still have baggage. I still, someone can say something to me very innocently. They can reject me or criticize me or 
And I can go back to when I was seven years old. I can feel like that seven-year-old fat kid again. Now, that's not them. That's me. But to, to, to allow those past triggers to basically overpower my ability and desire to be an entrepreneur would be a real shame. So all I've really learned to do is cope with them. Like on a daily basis, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you 30 times a day, it's no exaggeration, I feel rejection. You know, people commenting on me about me online, um, staff, I've pushed back on some of my team. I've been quite demanding over these last few weeks. I've been quite belligerent and I've pushed really hard. And let's just be honest. I know they wouldn't mind me saying I'm not saying anything I wouldn't say to them. I've, I've upset a few of them and pissed a few of them off. And it doesn't make me feel good at all. It does not make me feel good. But I can do it because I know it's the right thing to do. And so if I let that um, pain of conflict tell me, Rob, you're not, you're, not, you're not cut out to be an entrepreneur. You're not meant to. You can't handle that, that and that. Well, that's actually not true. That's just a human trait. Um, and the great thing about being an entrepreneur is you can outsource some of the skills you don't have. So obviously, Mark is brilliant at research, analytics, numbers, um, stats. And he's just a legend and a genius in some areas I'm not. And he really helps me in those areas. And that's really helped me be able to do my own thing. But I can't help but thinking, you know, you're, you're in the community, you're active, you've, you've made the decisions and the steps, you know, you, you've left previous roles for a reason. I, I, I do, whilst I do believe in statistics, I do believe in research and data and surveys and getting facts and evidence, I, I'm also a believer in intuition. And you are here and you've come along this journey in the last year and you've been listening to your calling for a reason and I think that should be trusted.